You have one unheard message. Hi, I was calling Current, the influencer marketing platform, but I think I just got redirected to a bunch of people listening to a podcast. Well, anyways, I was calling Current because I was told they could help get my brand set up on TikTok Shop and even build out an affiliate program of content creators promoting my brand and even have those content creators go on live streams and promote my product there. Wow, I could really use Current. I also heard that the brands they work with are making millions in sales. I guess I'll just go to their website at current.tech. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. All rise. Welcome to the Cyber Law and Business Report. Get the top story on the hot-button Internet legal topics of the day. This is your home for the latest on Internet law and policy. Hear the latest net trends impacting business and have your questions answered right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report. Now, please welcome your host, the founder of the Internet Law Center, Bennett Kelly. Good morning. This is Bennett Kelly broadcasting live from the Internet Law Center here in sunny Santa Monica. Please be seated. We've got a great show for you today, and we're going to be talking about an interesting topic and an interesting concept. Um, we're going to be talking with Wayne May of Scam Survivors, and he's speaking with us um, from the UK, and so we were, we we're pleased to join him and have him with us. And so... Um, for details about Wayne and what Scam Survivors does, you can go to our show notes, which is on our show um, blog at cyberlawradio.wordpress.com. And Wayne, are you with us? I am, yes. Hello. Hello um, from across the pond. Thank you for joining us. And uh, um, so I, I came across you, uh, you for a recent NPR piece that kind of featured some of your work. Um, tell us a little bit about what exactly online um, but what uh, on a scam survivors does? Well, what we are is a place where people can go if they've been scammed, if they think they're being scammed, or they have somebody they are worried is being scammed. And we post up as much information as we can on how the scammers work, the information the scammers are using. So we try to make everything we can public. So if you have any kind of worries, you can just Google the name, the phone number, the email address, and hopefully find us and find out more information and see that these people are scammers, see the kind of photographs they use. And we have the forum there that has that. We have a live help room that's open every weekday. 
and we have a gallery. So it's all gathering as much information as we can and making it public, basically. And and that site is scamsurvivors.com is where they would go. That's right, yes. And um, so h- how did you get into doing this? Purely by accident. Uh, a lot of people, when they speak to me, they say, were you scammed? Is this how you got into it? And it, it's not. I was never scammed myself. Uh, I started off in 2005, just bored one day looking on the internet, and I discovered something <laughs> called scam baiting, which is where you, those emails that you get, you know, pretending to be from Nigerian princes and so on. Right. Usually you just delete them or maybe send back an email telling them to go forth and procreate. But, <laughs> yeah, the words to that effect. Yes, I know, I'm being polite. <laughs> But what we what a scam baiter would do is actually reply to them and pretend to be interested and then string them along. It's I describe it like playing a game of poker with a marked deck of cards. Okay. They don't they don't know that you know what they really are. They are convinced you're a victim. So they have no reason to doubt when you say these crazy things. And a lot of the times they will go along and do them. Uh, I specialized in romance scams. And I had this thing because I thought it was amusing and it's a very funny visual thing to get scammers to put underwear on their head. So (laughs) if you go to Google, type in panty claws, uh, P-A-N-T-I claws, you'll see a Russian scammer with underwear on her head holding up a sign that says panty claws. Because it was Christmas and it was a perfectly logical thing to do. Of course. But this is how I started. But then because I was dealing with romance scams, people would come to me and say, "Uh, can you help me? Sorry, I'm having another call. They'll have to wait. (laughs) Uh, They would come to me and say, somebody I know is being scammed. Can you prove to them that this is what's happening? Right. I'll cancel that one. Um... (laughs) I'm sorry about this. I know, it's a problem with Skype. I've, I've had that. Yes. Don't worry about it. Um. <laughs> so, anyway, um, I started speaking more and more to people who had been the victims of scams or were worried about being scammed. And my priorities changed then from actually messing with the scammers to uh, helping the people who had been scammed. And... Um... I know it, it's it's it does get distracted when you're trying. Yes. To, yeah. Um, I actually had a client do that right as I was starting a show once. And oh. was like, uh, any event. Um, <laughs> so um, so from panty claws to actually deciding that this is something you need to take a little more seriously. Yes. And I say that was over the course of a year. I was on various other sites. Uh, helping them. I was a moderator, admin on other forums. But then in 2012, I decided it's time to create my own site. And that's what happened. I created Scam Survivors. Uh, We're all volunteers. None of us get paid for doing this. We all give up our free time to do it. And I have a brilliant team, absolutely amazing team, uh, two of which I believe are actually listening right now. So hello to you two. We have... uh, Firefly, who's her other admin, who was the victim of a romance scam. So she's very passionate about romance scams. Mm-hmm. Slap Slap Happy, who I met through scam baiting, and he saw as well. 
how serious it was that these people were being scammed. And Big Al, who started doing this because his ex-wife's friend had been scammed. So we all come together, there's four of us, and we all do our best to educate people, to get as much information as we can, and quite often just to be there so somebody can talk to us when they are, you know, absolutely panicking. Now, there's somebody there, it's a friendly voice, or at least a friendly, you know, set of text. Um, That's what it is. And and so, I mean, you have, like, I'm assuming you have a day job and... Um, this is, is this your, this isn't your full-time gig then? No, no, this, this is uh, a hobby. Um, okay. I've got very much a passion now, but it is, I, as I say, I don't get paid for doing this. This is just something we do because we feel it's the right thing to do. No, that, that's very admirable. Um, it's interesting. You know, we joke up a lot about some of these scams and, um, for example, I know a lot of people joke about the Nigerian email scam, the 419 schemes. Yes. And, um, and I've heard a lot of people joke about it, but I was actually starting to write a book on spam. And, and I researched um, the 419 scheme. And there's a couple of things I found that were interesting. One is, um, I don't know if you ever saw the movie The Spanish Prisoner by David Mamet. No, I know um, of it, but I haven't seen it. Um, well, the title actually comes from a famous scam yes. that goes back to, I think, the 1600s or the 1400s when the Moors were in Spain. And um, the whole concept was of a Spanish prisoner. It's someone saying, my, my sister, my you know cousin, whatever, you know, she's, she's a prisoner being kept by some Moor. If you give me this money, um, she'll be free and I can give it to you in marriage. And um, and so they you, that reels them in, and of course, once you have them in, you have some kind of hiccup. Oh well, you just need another twenty dollars, and and you string it out as long as you can, um, until finally, you know, you, they they say no more, or they kill you. <laughs> and um, and so that that was became known as the Spanish prisoner scam. It's one of the oldest ones. That's right. Uh, and so basically, the the four one nine Nigeria scams are just that. Yes, you know, it's, send us it's this that money. online. Yeah, I mean, initially, I remember seeing it in the nineties as a fax. You know, it was a, it was a fax scam. People were faxing these letters from Nigeria, supposedly, and you know, sent, we'll send you um, two million dollars, but can you first, you know, just wire this this sum. And um, and so it, it all seemed kind of interesting and, and almost humorous. But then I discovered that one is over a hundred bankruptcies that are caused in the U.S. and the U.K. alone. Um, and I looked at the State Department website at one point. This is in the mid two thousands. And at that point, there were about a dozen deaths linked to people going back and trying to find out who's behind the scam. Yeah, so this the, is something um, that we have an issue with where people say to us, I know this scammer is from this place. I'm going to go over there and I'm going to confront them. And it's right. no, you know, do not do that. At the end of the day, these people are in a different country right. with different laws. You're out there on your own. Who knows what could happen? We've heard right. stories of people who were kidnapped, who were tortured, who were murdered because they've gone out there to try to get their money back. Right. You know, it's not worth losing your life over. Right. They've seen too many cowboy movies or something. Yes. But, 
And the irony is, is that I, around the same time, there was a big bust on a 419 scam, you know, in these Nigerian emails. And naturally, you know, where, where were these infamous Nigerians, supposedly, but the, they got caught in Canada. You know, I don't even know if they were even Nigerian to begin with. But um, just to your point, you have no idea what these guys are. No, I know. I mean, we can tell roughly where the scams are from by the type of scam it is. So when somebody sent us an email or filled in a form, uh, for example, uh, sex auction is a big issue right now. And by looking at the information we get about them, we can say, okay, they've asked for this amount of money. That scammer is going to be most likely an Ivory Coast. Or they said they were French Canadian, so they're more likely to be from this place. And what you'll find is that depending on where in the world the scammer is, that's the kind of scam it's going, you know, you can tell the kind of scam it's going to be. Interesting. So in, in baiting a online scammer, what, what is the strategy and, and what's the ultimate end game? Now, there are two types of baiting. One is straight baiting, where you basically just keep on replying to the scammer. There's, there's a baiting joke that goes, I'm interested, tell me more. Uh-huh. Which, yeah, you had to be there. It's basically you are replying with the smallest amount of words you can to get them to reply with the largest amount of words. Right. It reminds me of a joke as we had as a kid um, that said, how do you keep an idiot in suspense? And and then you and then you walk away and then you walk away and and then something the person's like, well, tell me, tell me. (laughs) And that's the joke. But yeah. So tell me more. (laughs) Yeah. So what you do, you just basically say, tell me more. They'll write more. And then everything that they write to you, you post up to, to make it public because getting the information out there is essential. So that's what some people do. And they are very much the unsung heroes of the baiting world. Do, do not get enough credit. Um, but then other people will just mess with them. But the way you get them to start with is uh, you create, do, do not use your own email address, do not use right. your own photographs. That, that's dumb. You know, do not do that. We've been doing this a long time. I'd say I've been doing this for over 11 years. You create a fake account with completely fake details. And then you seed the internet with it. So you may put your email address on uh, a notice board or, mm-hmm. you know, somebody's got a comments page. Just, you know, leave a nice comment there and leave your email address. And the scammers will come to you. This is why it's called baiting. It's just like fishing. You throw that bait in the water and the scammers come to you. So that's essentially what it is. You just create a fake account, put that account information out there, and the scammers will come to you. And then as they get the information that they give you out there, can, cannot stress that enough. And if you know what you're doing, you know how to bait safe, then yeah, have some fun with them by all means. But make sure that first of all, that information is out there because that information may save somebody else from being scammed. And we've seen that happen so many times. So after, someone sorry. will see like, you know, that, Someone will see a response to ask me more and say, hey, that sounds very familiar. Yes. Uh, the scammers will typically use a script because okay. they are sending these things en masse. And 
they're not going to sit and reply to each one individually. So the first few emails that they send out are all scripted. So by getting the script and each part of that script, that goes up online. Somebody searches for something like, I don't know, maybe they misspell a word and it looks a bit odd. Or they have a phrase that's slightly unusual. If somebody then Googles that, bang, up comes the page saying this is a scam. And then they know. Yes. Yeah. And that that's the ultimate goal, is to prevent other people from falling for the scam. And do, how often do you actually see the scammers prosecuted? Not often enough, it's the simple Yeah, I know, I guess that's always the answer, yes. but yeah. Uh, occasionally, a few times a year, we hear of scammers who have been arrested and prosecuted. Um, but it is just a tiny drop in the ocean. There are probably hundreds of thousands of scammers out there. And we may hear of a hundred or a few hundred people a year who've actually been prosecuted. Now, part of the the whole idea of baiting the, the scammers is um, you're the decoy now. They, they're focusing yes. on you and not someone who could they could do harm to. Yes. Another thing we do is if you have a phone number, we will phone them up. And we will phone them and phone them and phone them and drive them bonkers to the point they turn off their phone. Perfect. Now, now yes, I mean, it's funny. It's, you know, it's, it's good because we will all be in a conversation having a good laugh at it. But by doing that, they've turned off their phone. If a genuine person tries to call them, they won't get an answer. And right. that gives them some more time to actually hopefully discover that it is a scam. So everything we do that is funny has a serious side to it as well. Right. So in essence, you, you, to, to use a boxing analogy, you're, you're doing rope-a-dope with them so they're not punching somebody else. Yes. And, and you know, it's amusing at the same time. It, of course, of course. That's, why, that, that's the fun of it. Now, um, we were talking earlier uh, about you know, getting getting people convicted, getting prosecutions. And in, in looking at your background, it seemed that you were uh, you, you were cited in a, a case involving a, uh, um, a 17-year-old English um, student uh, who killed himself over sextortion. Can you tell yeah. us about that case? Uh, we haven't dealt with it ourselves. Uh, obviously, it's all in the hands of the, of the police. Um, there's a thing called sextortion where the scammers will use pre-recorded video of a very pretty female getting undressed, will trick an unassuming male into getting undressed and um, gratifying themselves. I'm, yes. I'm trying so carefully it's not okay. to say the it's, wrong thing here. We're not on the public airways. This is uh, yeah. web radio, so we can fucking say anything. <laughs> <laughs> Don't tell me that. <laughs> so, what they will do is get them in this compromising position. They will get the video of it and play it back to them. At which point they can turn around and say, we want you to send us this amount of money. Because if you don't send this amount of money, we are going to send that video to everybody. Right. all your friends, your family. And if you do pay, 
they just come back and demand more. Uh, if anybody is having this happen to them, we have another site that leads back to scam survivors called blackmailscams.com. Go there, it is full of information. It, it's got everything you need there for how to deal with it and how to carry on after it's happened. Well, um, we have to carry on briefly. For, I'm going to take a short break and um, for a word from our sponsors. But we come back, we'll have more of Wayne May of Scam Survivors. You're listening to Cyber Law and Business Report, only on cranberry.fm. Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. Is your website hacked? Is your website displaying error messages or loading slowly? Even if there are no signs of malicious activity, your site may still be compromised. Websites, like cars, require regular maintenance to perform at their best and not leave you stranded. At Fjord, our website maintenance experts can help you assess which one of our maintenance plans will best support your needs. Visit FjordDigital.com or call 612-877-3840 and get the support and protection your website and business deserve. That's F-J-O-R-G-E-Digital.com. Great websites today need expert web design and development and need to be e-commerce ready and mobile friendly. But building a marketable and profitable website can be an uphill climb. Ready to make your new website or replace your existing website? Think Orange as the new way to get in the black. Orange Hill Development works with Fortune 500 companies and offer the same top quality development service at a fraction of what other providers charge. Brands like Absolute, Carlsberg, and Nestle trust Orange Hill Development. Find out why you should trust your website with Orange Hill. Contact Orange Hill for a consultation today at orangehilldevelopment.com. Do you have cold, hard cash burning a hole in your pocket? Let Cranberry Radio lighten your load. Just hand us that burdensome dinero, and we'll get you set up with your very own radio show. We produce, edit, and amplify the show. All you have to do is show up. It's time for you to make an impact. We're glad to help. Just hand over the cash. Space is limited. So contact us now at sales at cranberry.fm. A more refreshing kind of talk radio. Cranberry Radio. Cranberry.fm. The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report. Here is Bennett Kelly. And we're back, and we're talking to Wayne May of Scam Survivors, who is graciously talking to us in the evening in um, Swansea, is it, Wayne? Uh, Near Swansea. I live in a tiny little village. If I... I don't even think the people who live here know where it is. <laughs> but, but, I, but I live fairly close to Swansea, and people know Swansea. Yes, uh, we, we've heard of it. Um, so um, thank you again for, for being with us. And so we were just starting to talk about sextortion and, um, the, I guess, the case of Daniel Perry. Mm-hmm. Um, can you tell us, why don't you lead us into that? Okay, so as I say, we haven't had any dealings really with the Daniel Perry um, incident. We have had people in similar situations. We've dealt with around 16,000 cases on our site over the past three and a half years. I know, it's really scary. And it's something that we weren't even aware of until we created the site. 
about a month after we did, somebody turned up on there and said, this has been happening to me, what do I do? And we had no idea. So we took what we knew from other scams and kind of put together what we thought would be the best thing to do. And then, you know, we went from there and somebody else turned up and somebody else turned up. And it just got crazy. We could have two dozen forms a day just about this one incident, you know, this this one form of scam. But if you go to blackmailscams.com, there are step-by-step instructions on what you need to do. It's basically, if this does happen to you, don't panic, don't pay the scammer, don't allow yourself to be a victim anymore. Deactivate your social media accounts and lay low for a while. The scammer will move on. It's actually one of, although it's such a scary scam to be in at the time, it's actually one of the easiest scams to deal with. Because the scammers are working so fast, they tend to move on very quickly. That was one thing I and because yeah, watching some of your interviews on that and the fact that simply laying low, for, you know, for a couple of weeks can really be the the solution. Yeah, it is that simple. I so we've seen that they could deal with thirty or forty people a day. And now after a month's time, they're not going to remember you if you didn't pay and you disappeared. Interesting. And, and um, but the problem is, is the, what they're playing with is two things. One, um, you feel exposed. Yes. Two, it's something very confidential and embarrassing. So the number of people you're going to solicit for input or advice are few, if any. And. Well, th- this is why we do it all anonymously. You can right. fill in the details. None of your details ever get shown anywhere in public. And then lastly, you know, because of the nature of this, it creates a certain panic mode in, in the victims, right? And so yeah. they, they just want this to resolve. And so all of which would mean that just laying low for two weeks would be the last thing they probably consider. No, and this is the very first thing we say, you know, don't panic, take a step back, take a deep breath, and then come back in and deal with it. Because people need to be, you know, not panicking. And then, you know, we say, we've done this so many times, we know what we're doing. Just trust us, follow the advice that we are giving. Now, in the, the Perry case, you know, the Scottish teen, in who I think he jumped from a bridge in Edinburgh, mm-hmm. um, the police were able to investigate and tie it to um, some, you know, a, a scam operation out of the Philippines. And I think it broke up, it broke the ring. There was like 83 some arrests. And uh, how exactly did they do that? Well, they would have things like the IP address. Right. Uh, I don't know if people are aware of what an IP address is. But Most people on, on the show, listeners, would be, but would be. go ahead and explain okay. what it is. It, it's basically, uh, in its simplest form, it's a, a geographic location of your computer gets sent. Every time we send an email or something like this, that little IP address, it's a string of four numbers, that if you look at that and you are in law enforcement and you have access, you can pinpoint where that computer is. And that's just, you know, in its simple form. And so they were able to do the location, and I guess what, they were 
were they able to follow the money as well? I would certainly imagine so. Once they've got that, I know they had a their own Western Union set up there in this little community as well. So they they were able to follow the paper trail along. Actually, I, I'm not sure if he did. No, I don't think he did pay. Really? Oh, I, I, he just. I don't. can't remember. Yeah, I oh. think so. I might be wrong because I know I deal with so many people. So many, yeah. They they do tend to. It's a horrible thing to say, but they do tend to blur into one another. Now it it's interesting, you know, because you 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 deal with a lot of the scams. What let's let's kind of let's, what are some of the other scams that are out there? Um, it everybody knows the four one nine scam. That's the Nigerian um, email. That's the Nigerian, yeah. It's actually four one nine comes from section four one nine of the Nigerian Criminal Code, which says it's an offence to obtain money or goods through deception. So that's why it's known as a four one nine scam. But there there are romance scams, there are things called hitman scams where they will pretend What's a hitman scam? I'll tell you. <laughs> they <laughs> pretend to be a hitman. Somebody has paid me to kill you. Okay. But if you pay me more than they paid you, I won't kill you. Wow. It it sounds ridiculous when you look at it, you know, uh, from a distance. But, you know, you read those words, death, kill. Right. That, that kind of focuses the mind. Yeah. There's um, car wrap scams where you would supposedly be paid to put uh, a slogan on your car and drive around. Right. I've seen that one. Yes, that's the way that works is they will uh, send you a check for a larger amount of money, ask you yeah. to send the difference to another person. The right. check is fake. You've sent this money off to other people. Uh, and fake sites as well. The scammers actually create fake sites. And this is something that we deal with, but it's it's not there up in public. Uh, there are certain things that we do on the site that we see but nobody else does and killing fake sites is one of those things uh, we have firefly and big Allah, absolute experts in killing fake sites they will go in and they will discover that okay we've got this email address it leads to this website and that right. website leads to and they could go through it and within two days say we've got 83 different websites that this one scammer has created and we've got them all shut down it's they're that good and we work with other sites as well um aa419 uh, is one site that we work with in the fake site section uh, another thing we do as well that is again not in the public view is victim warnings uh, we have access occasionally to a list of victims that have been to a phishing site mm. a phishing site being one that looks legitimate but isn't and we are sometimes given access to the lists of the victims. Uh, it's very simple. Everything we do is perfectly legal. There's no hacking or anything like that right. involved. Sometimes it's just as simple as, for example, if you know the template they're using, if you type a certain file name in, it will download the file with all the information. Wow. It, it's, the scammers think they're smart, but they're not right. as smart as they think they are. Um, so... We will go in and we will warn dozens, hundreds of people from one website. Let them all know this is a scam. Do not send money. Oh, that's that's great. There's um, there was a movie in the eighties called Body Heat. 
And I don't know if you saw it. It was uh, Lawrence Kasdan was the director. I had William Hurt in this love triangle with Kathleen Turner. This was her breakout. And um, William Hurt plays a lawyer. And mm-hmm. earlier in the movie, he helps out a, you know, a young Mickey Rourke get off on some criminal rap. And later in the movie, now that he's in the love triangle, he's going back to Mickey Rourke asking him how does he build a bomb. And it's a brilliant scene. And I actually have it on my website uh, as my blog um, for under the Mickey Rourke rule because Mickey Rourke is aware that there's a role reversal going on. And so he repeats the advice that William Hurt had given to him. And it said, anytime you go to commit a crime, there's 50 mistakes you can make. And if you're a genius, you think of 20. And, and trust me, you're no genius. <laughs> and you know, it, it's, you know, because you keep hearing these stories about the criminal mind. Yeah, you know, I don't think the criminal mind is meant as a compliment. Uh, you, know, I, you know, I just read about people who were arrested because they were texting cops, um, you know, soliciting drug drugs. <laughs> <laughs> yeah you, you know um, i mean people they're not necessarily the brightest people and so yeah yeah we have a section on our forum called mugu shots um it's a the word mugu is uh it's pigeon and it means fool okay. so it's a cross between mugu and mug shots okay and we have identified the scammers who they really are the people behind these pictures and often it's just something as simple as the email address that they've used you put it into Facebook, and it gives you their real account. Wow. Because they're too stupid to right. create a second account for their scams. So you type in an email address that you have received from them, and it will pull up their real identity. And when we get them, we post up their real identity. Now, um, that that's brilliant. I mean, I just love that idea. And what, what, how do they react? <laughs> so they say, oh, please take us down, take us down. We have had people beg us to take them down. We have had, I've had death threats. Where we love death threats. Absolutely adore having a good death threat. That means you upset them really, right. really badly, which is good. Uh, we've been DDoSed, which is why we have to have DDoS protected hosting on our site. Right. And why it costs us so much to run the site. You know, it's, uh, again, this is all, we do this for free, but the site itself costs us about $150 a month to run uh, because of things like this. The first right. host we were on, we were DDoSed so badly, it took down the entire node. It took down hundreds of other sites at the same Whoa. time. And yes, we were banned from ever using that host again. <laughs> I can see why, yeah. Wow. Yes. But these are the kind of things they do. They don't like what we do. Uh, but that's all the better for us. If we get them that upset, we are doing our job. You've won. You've won. That's an admission. That's yes. uh, that's waving the white flag. Now, one scam that I'd like to talk about, because I actually heard you interviewed on NPR here in the States, uh, was you, your work in dealing with um, romance scams. Tell us a little yes. about what's going on there. Now, the romance scams are done from various places and it goes back to what I said earlier about how you can tell the kind of scam it's going to be from the location it's being done from 
Um, the scammers will create fake profiles on dating sites, come in, get talk to people, pretend to fall in love with them, and then some kind of issue will come up where they need money. And th this is how you can tell where they're from. If it's a Ukrainian scammer, it's typically going to be, I've been paying for a translation agency to translate these, la uh, these letters. I've run out of money. Will you pay to pay for this so we can continue talking to each other? Right. Uh, if it's in Russia, it's going to be, I'd love to come and meet you, but I can't afford a passport. I can't afford a visa. I can't afford a flight. Can right. you pay for them? And if it's West Africa, it could be for absolutely anything. I had <laughs> once I had one scammer spoke to me for about an hour and then sent me an email saying, uh, would you be willing to send me fifty dollars so I can buy tampons for the month? That's 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 a turn on. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, I heard the one on the radio that I heard you talk about um, was I think it was the guy the the guy was asking the woman saying, you know, what's my talk to my son, you know, and then yes. after she does, he says, oh, well, it's his birthday. Don't you want to send him a birthday present? Yeah, send him an iPad that uh, they love their technology. Yes. If they, if they can get you to send them an iPhone or an iPad, that is brilliant for them. Uh, that that story was actually Firefly, who is our other uh, admin on the site. No, he did that. Okay. Well, um, we have to, we don't have to send for an iPad, but we do have to take a break for a commercial. And when we come back, we'll have more with Wayne May in the battle um, against scammers and his work with scam survivors. You're listening to Cyberlawn Business Report only on cranberry.fm. Stay tuned for more of the Cyber Law and Business Report after this brief recess for our sponsors. Are you paying too much for your paid advertising? Or have you quit altogether because it seemed like a huge waste of money? Studies show that companies waste 25% of their PPC spend on average. The web marketing experts at WMETraining.com can show you how to make your AdWords account a lean, mean converting machine. Whether you're just starting out or want to take your skills to the next level, we have a class for you. Contact the web marketing experts at WMETraining.com. Looking for a white-label SEO and social platform for your clients? Think eBrands. Free and unlimited SEO audit reports. eBrands. Premium Facebook apps and welcome page creators. eBrands. Twitter management app, analytics, and mobile site generators. eBrands. Let eBrands manage your search and social media campaigns and give you and your clients access to their white-label dashboard, which have great reports that will wow your clients and deliver great ROI and results. Try eBrands for 30 days. Go to eBrandsWithAZ.com or call 1-866-625-5717. That's eBrandsWithAZ for eBrands. Cranberry Radio is your new destination for education, entertainment, and engagement. Browse through our complete library of programs at cranberry.fm or on demand through iHeartRadio, iTunes, Stitcher, Spreaker, and Google Play. Don't worry, you can still access all of our great webmasterradio.fm programs at cranberry.fm. Refresh your bookmarks today to Cranberry Radio at cranberry.fm. Cranberry Radio, online anytime at cranberry.fm. 
The best gavel-to-gavel legal news and information on the net is right here. This is the Cyber Law and Business Report. Here is Bennett Kelly. And we're back with Wayne May of Scam Survivors. And uh, so, Wayne, we were talking about some of the, the, I guess, the what goes on in these um, dating scams. And uh, you were talking about how the uh, the date, you know, the other, the gentleman or the, the the woman will say, you know, please send my child a gift, and of course it's an iPad or something. Yes. And yeah. um, those, I imagine, just because in, in in affairs of the heart, people are very trusting and want and want to believe, right? Exactly. Uh, people turn around and they say, you know, how could you be so stupid to fall for this? It's really not stupidity. I've dealt with a lot of people, and I've dealt with some very, very smart people. But if you don't know something is a scam, and you have a trusting heart, it's very easy to fall for it. And, you know, people who say, I would never fall for this, may fall for a different type of scam. It just, if they find that chink in your armor, but with the romance scams, they will target somebody and they will... Talk to them and talk to them, keep them up at night, stop them from sleeping, wake them up early in the morning, keep them away from their friends and family. And the person ends up pretty much brainwashed. And they also profile them. They'll send them a, a questionnaire with, you know, do you like this? Do you like that? Which do you mm-hmm. prefer? So they know everything about this person. They can find that chink in their armor. Uh, with Firefly, it wasn't the romance side. It was the fact she didn't have any children. So the scammer created a child. Oh. And that's how that's how they work. I mean, the, the child was just the scammer using a different email address. And that was a further hook. Yes. And um, we, in that case, were you able to get the guy? Or at least frustrated? We know who he is. Okay. Um, we have his details. Uh, the problem is we don't want people to mess with their own scammer. Uh, there's always that danger they can get sucked back in. Right. So Those... we've seen people do that. Uh, they will confront the scammer say, I know you're a scammer. I know this won't happen with Firefly. But we have seen it with other people. They turn around and say, I know you're a scammer. And they will then turn around and say, yes, I admit it. I'm really sorry. I was trying to scam you. But I have fallen in love with you. Of course. Of course. And then they suck them back in again. And they get more money from them. And that person is even more convinced now. Because they've seen the real face of this person. And it's, you know, they find another angle. Another way to get in there. And they will do it. And they really don't care how badly they hurt you. Uh, I've seen, there was one lady I dealt with uh, also in uh, the UK who ended up homeless because of giving everything she had to the scammer. She sold her car. She sent all her money to him. She borrowed money from family. And the scammer just didn't care. He was quite happy to leave her penniless and homeless. Wow. That's tragic. Yeah, that, it, it reminded me of a quote by the poet Maya Angelou. Um, who died recently, and she, it was when someone shows you who they are, believe them the first time. And here you, know, you have someone showing they're a scammer and then saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, and well, yeah, 
they, they're, they're a scammer. <laughs> yeah, it's just, you know, it's just a way to suck them back in. And then, you know, maybe if we got married that, you know, I wouldn't be having to do this. Right. Uh, or, you know, if you sent me an allowance every month. Of course. Then, you know, and it's just another way of getting money from them. That's, right. that's all it is. People are nothing more than an ATM machine to these scammers. And, you know, there's an old saying, I think, in terms of addicts, you know, drug addicts, and uh, how do you know a drug addict is lying? And the the answer is their lips are moving. Um, <laughs> yes. You know, I mean, basically, they, they will say anything. If you, if, you, if you have that affliction, you know, to to get whatever it is they need, and whether it's drug or some other addiction, and here it's scammers. Now, you live in a... In the, I mean, shouldn't live in the, you know, you work and you, 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 you submerge yourself into this dark world of, um, you know, awful people and heartbreak mm-hmm. and tragedy. And, you know, obviously you must go for a walk in your, 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 your town near Swansea and meet people who have no idea any of this is going on. Yeah, it's scary. We've, um, I know when I lived in one place a few years back, I was told about somebody who lived, literally their garden ended where my garden started. Wow. Who had been scammed for thousands. And, you know, there I was. I If they'd have spoken to me. Yeah. We could have, but this is the thing. The scammer will try to keep you from talking to people for exactly that reason. Right. So, you know, if somebody is, unsure if they'd be a scam to talk to somebody ask them you know what do you think get a second opinion and sometimes just having that other person look at it and go no that's dodgy that's enough to kind of open your eyes you know i i we're talking offline and i i represent victims of scam and harassment and these type of things and i'll a lot of times when they call me, this is the first time they were even aware of this world existed. And, you know, I often refer to it as the Internet's netherworld. Um, and, you know, we're, we're kind of trolling in the sewer of the Internet and uh, so, you know, trying to be Roto-Rooter and you know, clean up their problem. But um, if I just tell people just for who, who aren't calling me because they're in trouble, but people who were just talking about this issue in general and they weren't aware any of this was going on. I just say, okay, remember this day, you know, there may come a day when you do become aware of this and just remember up until that point, you were very lucky. Um, you know, to, if this hasn't touched you, be grateful. Um, cause it's going on, it's out there. Yeah, I think everybody probably knows somebody who's been scammed. But a lot of the time, the shame of being scammed uh, is stopping them from talking about it. And the the worry, again, I mentioned earlier, you know, people saying, how could you be so stupid? That is a big problem that we have. When we do interviews, sometimes you get the comments underneath and there'll always be some sarcastic comment going, you know, ah, this person is stupid, a fool of right. his money. I, I always... Doing that is just going to stop people from talking about it. And the next person who could have spoken to it, spoken about it, could be their mother, their father. Exactly. You know, you have to accept the fact that these people are not stupid. They're just unaware of this scam or they're too trusting 
Or the scammer found that, again, that one little chink in their armor, and that's all it needed. And anybody has the potential to become a victim of a scam. Absolutely anybody. So how how do you combat it? It's mainly uh, the information, getting that information out there. Uh, we've attended conferences. I've um, attended several conferences with the dating site industry. And you know, I've got up and I've had the chance to speak, talk about romance scams, talk about sextortion. And then that educates them. They educate, hopefully, not always, obviously. They then educate the people who are on their sites and word gets around. I mean, you found me because of something else that we did. That got right. the word out to people. And as I say, we, we have no, you know, we don't have a media department or anything like that. We are literally just four people sitting in our front rooms around the world running this site. So all we can do is every time we get an opportunity like this, and I thank you for this opportunity, every time we get an opportunity like this, take it, grasp it with both hands, and try to get the word out to as many people as we can. Because um, 100% education is the key. Right. Now, it's interesting that you, you speak at the dating conferences, and I and the online dating conferences, and I think the, the online dating industry must view you um, both as a, a blessing and... You know, someone <laughs> you're, like you're the redheaded stepchild. Like, okay, yes. but I guess if, if people if people know what's going on, then they want you to know. They want to know that you exist. But yeah. it, you know, they don't want. But to the extent that you're reminding people that this thing is out there, you know, I'm sure that makes them a little bit uneasy. Yeah, we have um, a mixed reaction. I have to say, most of the reaction we get is positive. Uh, I've made some very good friends at these conferences. Um. But yeah, there are some people who kind of, you know, we are out there offering this olive branch to them. We can work with you to help. And they go, I don't need your help. And really? said, we're offering we're offering this for free. No, no. Wow. But as, as I say, it's, it's mostly positive, I will say. Uh, there are odd, the odd side. In fact, we've had one person come to us, uh, not related to the data side conference, came to us, joined in our live help room. And we offered help uh, to deal with the scammers. And he just went, well, the scammers come in. That makes my site look busier. And I said, yes, but these people are being scammed because of the scammers you were allowing right. in to make you look better. We, we speak to some people and it is like banging your head against a brick wall. Uh, and other people then are absolutely brilliant. I, I will say this. I, I didn't go to the conference uh, last month. There was one last month in Miami that I couldn't attend. But we've been to five of them now around the world. And um, we've, you know, we've got our name out there. People are taking notice of us now. And we hope all we want to do is work with them. They'll get, get them to work with us to help their clients. Right. And it, it's the same with... Um, with sextortion with the sites there. We try to get them to work with us. Chat Roulette has. They have been absolutely brilliant. But this is, you know, the more we can get the word out, the less likely they are to be scammed. Okay. Oh, we only have a few minutes left. Are, are there any places you're going to be speaking soon that you want to let us know about? 
no, at the moment, the only one I've got is I'm going to be up in a university next week working with them on some stuff. Uh, one thing I will say is that we are creating a new site very soon, uh, which is an anti-scam alliance where various anti-scam sites can all work together to show that, you know, we, we are a community and we can be trusted. So that's in the workings now that should be done within the next few weeks. So look out for that one. Oh, definitely. And let us know. We'll, we'll be happy to announce it once it goes live. And if you're ever in the States, give us a ring. We'll be happy to buy you a beer. Um, but uh, this has been very interesting. And I, I think it, it's, an, it's, a, it's a different angle. You know, instead of just looking at it from the legal side, look at, you know, the education side and as well as the, the decoy side. I think... I think you provide a valuable service, and I was very intrigued from the moment I heard that story. And you know, it's it's been a lot of fun talking to you about it today. Yeah, we do a lot. We do a lot of things. <laughs> you must have a, a must be a, a fun person to share a pint with. Just some of the stories I imagine you can tell. <laughs> yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> well, I want to thank you. Um, and once again, and um, to people who are unfamiliar, your website and Twitter address are. Scamsurvivors.com and at Scamsurvivors. Great. Well, thank you very much. And this is um, no problem. This is Bennett Kelly. And for, for again, for more information on Scam Survivors, go to our show notes, which are at cyberlawradio.wordpress.com. Also, check out the Internet Law Center, internetlawcenter.net. We are a firm that represents victims of all sorts of online scams and harassment. Um, check us out at internetlawcenter.net. And next week, um, be here. We're going to have Craig Newmark, the fame of Craigslist fame. He's um, launched an effort to help combat uh, harassment at Wikipedia. So we'll have more details next week. Craig Newmark, right here on Cyberlawn Business Report. Have a great week. The opinions expressed are those of the hosts and their guests and do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cranberry News Marketing. Rebroadcasts or retransmission of this content without proper consent is prohibited. As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.